0: Welcome to Good Show, the podcast helping you answer one of the most daunting questions in television. What am I watching next? I'm Anthony Mako. And I'm Brandon Sharp. On this episode of Good Show, we are talking about Welcome to Wrexham. Apparently back in 2020, when we were all huddled up in our homes, either willingly or reluctantly, Rob McElhenney was apparently scheming. I believe the story goes that Rob had this idea to buy a Welsh football team, But, as he says in the show, he had TV money. What he needed was movie star money. So he partnered up with Ryan Reynolds and they submitted a proposal to purchase Wrexham AFC for somewhere in the area of $2.5 million. At the time, Wrexham played in the National League. It's so far down the English Premier League system that it's not in the English Premier League system. But in simple terms, it's basically five levels below what you're probably thinking of as Premier League. Now, when COVID hit, the National League shut down altogether. Wrexham, one of the oldest football teams in Britain, and the third oldest football team in the world, had not been doing well up to this point. Many feared the COVID shutdown would be the death blow to this team that has existed since 1864. Q, Rob and Ryan. But what does any of this have to do with a TV show? Well. Apparently, some of Rob's idea to purchase this team came from a TV show. It's a British docuseries called Sunderland Till I Die. And this intro's dragging on, so let me just say, reportedly Rob watched the show and loved it. So presumably, he bought his own and then made his own. Still, it's not that easy, because this show is much deeper than a documentary about a crazy idea some Hollywood stars had. Brandon, welcome to Rexham. Let's go. All right, so uh, where'd you hear about the series? What grabbed you first about the series? Marketed really well. Um, uh-huh.
1: I think I follow Ryan Reynolds on various socials, and this caught my eye instantly. I love shows like this. We've talked about the, uh, the All or Nothing's. Yep. I love soccer, so I mean, the fact that th- this felt like a a nice melding of kind of the soccer world plus a couple of actors that I really respect and love. I mean, it was a it was a no brainer for me. It was an easy sell. I was all on board real quick. Uh,
0: I should mention right now, I didn't put the same word in the intro. It's on FX, but it FX on, and it's on Hulu. And I'm, Right. Yeah. yeah. And also I found it, I think because you, I think you had sent me something about this very early on. Trailer. Yeah. Yeah. But then I had also seen it. But right. I do feel like you, we we stumbled upon it around the same time. And then right. kind of, we're both pretty excited about it. But I've obviously been, I think I've mentioned this before. I'm a big fan, huge fan of uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which uh-huh. was where Rob McElhoney's from. And I just kind of like there's something about that show that you kind of buy in fully to the group and like you know it's because it's sort of a cult following of a show. Yeah, uh, you know I think more about what the people are doing. So like obviously and like you said actually it's it's a it's a point well taken. The social media marketing for this show has been through the roof. It's like uh, and, and you knew. Rob and Ryan were buying this team well before you really kind of knew they basically were like, Hey, we bought a team and we're going to make a show about it. And that was two mm-hmm. years ago. So yeah, you've yeah. known this show was coming for a long time. Also for me, I, uh, I obviously love soccer as I, as well documented on the show. So just the perfect marriage of several things uh, at the same time. But let me say that. So we both, you just mentioned you love soccer and right. everybody knows I love soccer. Do you have to lo- like soccer to like this show?
1: I think you can't, you you wouldn't be able to hate soccer and like this show. I think if you okay, at yeah, least yeah. had like a mild interest or, or it, you, you you at least didn't loathe soccer, I think you would enjoy this. Yeah. What's
0: funny is though, I think this show is less about soccer than- Agree. Totally agree. Of, like any of the all or nothings or anything like that. That's it's, why
1: I wouldn't say you have to like soccer. I think yeah. you just, yeah. If you if you really didn't like soccer, you probably wouldn't enjoy it,
0: but- I think it's, I I might tell me if you think I'm wrong here, I might go so far as to say you may not need to love sports to like this show. There's a lot of elements that I think
1: would connect with a wide audience. I mean, and that's, that's something I would absolutely say about this. It has way wider appeal than a lot of the other soccer documentaries
0: I've watched. So I would probably agree with that statement. I mean, I think I would at least be in the ballpark. I guess all I want to get, the point I want to get across here is give it a shot. It's worth yeah. giving a shot even if you think, oh, I would never go down for this sort of thing. Right. Uh, you might want to just give it a shot because it's a, it's way bigger than that. So when I said this sort of thing, what kind of show is this? I does not fit in our normal. No. It's obviously a documentary of some sort. Yeah, but it's, I, yeah, I get real twisted here. But when I think of a documentary,
1: I think of like old footage Like a lot of, I mean, there's definitely like the interview thing going on and there's, you know, it's definitely set up like a a documentary, but it's like a, they're, they're not telling like a story, like a historical item, you know, it's just. It's more of like just a um, <laughs> well, they're like they're documenting like a process they're going through. It's like yeah. a, it's it's more of like a real life type thing. It does
0: kind of diverge from the
1: documentary.
0: That's type. actually what I was going to that's the only thing I was going to bring up. It's a little like a, more like a, it's not more like but it's it's like some sort of hybrid between reality TV and documentary. That's a perfect way to put it. But it's of course not like a game show or, you know, something no. like that. It's very interesting, though. I mean, there are it's it's. Worth noting, there's profiles of different things, and there's it's not just, um, it's I guess very intentionally chosen the pieces they put in, and it's it's um, it doesn't just follow one person, or it's not just about Robin Ryan, even though they're one of the bigger draws. And you know, it's 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 just a very interesting all around show, it's really hard to describe. It's really well done. I oh, mean, yeah.
1: it, it definitely is a cut above most documentaries it's yeah, it's very much in its own lane. It has a lot of artistic elements to it. So somewhere in the middle there.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to move on to some of our normal questions. The funny thing is though, none of our normal questions have, are there really for the show? Because so like, well, for example, this is the first
1: time we've done a show like this. Sure. Of course. Yeah. We're with people playing themselves or like not playing a
0: character, you know, like it's, this is the first time for us. So Yeah, for sure. So I'm going to ask about, like, uh, quote, unquote. We're usually
1: great when we're doing something for the first time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So buckle up. (laughs) We do have a a pretty good outline, though. I think when we get into trouble, it's just like, oh, we know this so well. We're going to wing it. We'll (laughs) be fine. And then, oh, man. Then it's all Uh, about the editing after that. Okay. So let me, before I get into my next section, there's a couple connections I want to make sure everyone knows. Cause even if you've seen this show, I found some, some connections, very interesting, especially from it's always sunny in Philadelphia. So you'll know some of them, some of them you won't. So here's what's interesting. Number one, Rob buys Rob and Ryan buy the team. Okay. And then the executive director they put in place is actually a former producer with Rob and a writer with Rob. Yeah. Um, and so he, like he's from not Wrexham, but he's from sort of the area and he moves over and becomes the executive director because he's essentially the one that watched Sunderland till I die with Rob, uh, and that was the connection but then not only that but one thing i love is the it's always sunny in philadelphia podcast and there's basically one of the th- the three hosts are charlie glenn and rob on the it's always sunny philadelphia podcast they have a fourth and that's megan gans and so if you listen to the it's always sunny podcast megan gans is humphrey kerr's wife um right. and she directs a lot of Mythic Quest episodes. She's been a writer on its own Sunday in Philadelphia for a really long time. So the reason all that was so exciting for me. So like the last shot, it like zooms in on Humphrey sitting in the bleachers and sitting right next to him. The only reason I figured all this out was because sitting right next to him is Megan, who I recognize from the podcast. I actually think this is kind of cool, but I think you could potentially not. So one, one could not think this is cool, but it's like Rob bought a football team and then put all of his friends in the positions.
1: (laughs) So I had a couple of questions about that. Like, we're like, Hey, so did Humphrey have to quit his job on always sunny. And my second question is, were they like, "Hey Humphrey, you're British. You want to?" I know them? that is a little do you, suspicious. Do you want to work on this football team? I, that, those are those are my only two questions. But um, I was curious about that when they were like, "Yeah," because they gave his background a little bit, and then they they installed him over there. Hey, you're going to yes. be our eyes and ears over here with the club. Yes. So I was just curious about a couple of those things, you know? Yeah.
0: So he is, uh, a, a, I just, I looked him up cause I was curious about that myself. He is still sort of involved in mythic quest He's and he's appeared in mythic quest before Megan is a co his wife, Megan is a co-creator of mythic quest. Um, and then also, uh, on his Wikipedia, at least after he had gotten the job at Wrexham, he appeared in played the part of Elliot on an NBC sitcom American auto. And then okay. also like in the show, I don't know if you remember the episode in the show where he was like doing a tryout or he was like filming some stuff for a tryout for a star Wars movie. Cause he still wanted to. Yeah. Be, yeah. Uh, now here's the thing. Uh, we often, I think compare Wrexham to like, I should I was going to bring this up later, but it's interesting to bring up now. So I think it's funny that Re- welcome to Wrexham came out around the same time as Ted Lasso. So what's very interesting about this is Wrexham is like this, Fifth tier, like way down the the entire team was bought for 2.5 million dollars that's it um way way down in the dumpster um still a professional sports team but nowhere near the amount of money and then what it feels i thought the show felt very much like what richmond feels like in the clubhouse
1: it's funny they compare wrexham to beer league softball.
0: yeah exactly in the
1: united states like the the national not wrexham but the national league the league that they play in right they they compare it to beer league softball. I think that's hilarious. Yeah, exactly.
0: And then, but then it, I think it feels in this documentary very much like Richmond.
1: It does have a a similar like hometowny feel. Yes,
0: absolutely. But Richmond is a premier league team and premier league. I mean, if you don't know, premier league in Britain, in in England is NFL or better money wise. Yeah. You look at the stadiums they play in.
1: Yes the uh the locker rooms uh there it's better i yes. there's there's it is better because american richer. football let's say richer just it's ab- it's it's yeah. absolutely richer i mean yeah. that's the best way to put it F- american football has american fans english premier soccer has World global fans. appeal yes. yeah so i mean it's 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 absolutely richer than the nfl and i think that is like one of the things you kind of have to swallow when you watch Ted Lasso is they're in the Premier League, and you just kind of say, "Okay, they are," because yeah. it doesn't feel it like doesn't, they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Because and you 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 watch one of these Premier League documentaries, and you're like, "Oh, the, but it's it's a scripted, it's a it's a sitcom, you know, so it's fine, you know, we'll we'll sure. believe that they're in the Premier League, and the the show's still good." But I totally agree, Rex. I only has, brought it up because it's simi- fun, Yeah, it's funny, funny to similar, think about. how, Yeah
0: all those similar feel
1: that to the richmond absolutely
0: but like yeah you're right like you watch all or nothing on arsenal and like the staff they have they have i don't even know how many coaches they have they have like 40 coaches and all these physios and it's crazy just the amount of money premier league teams have is insane Uh and even that they could have this like football is so big over there that Uh they can have this beer league softball team who you know that they are paying pretty good money to and investing money in um so anyway i i you know i kind of went off on a, on a tangent there, but just to make some of those connections, I thought it'd be pretty interesting how, uh, Rob basically installed a bunch of his friends, but not, uh, it's not just that because there's also like, um, Sean Harvey is the, I forget what it is I think he's the, he was the director of one
1: of the leagues at one point,
0: either premier he was, or, uh, no, I think it was the second tier champ, championship championship. Uh, um, but he also was the CEO of Leeds which is a premier league team. All right. And now he is, I'm not sure what his position is. He was massively overqualified. I think that's important. Oh, massively. Yes. To note. So I'm not even sure what his actual name, his actual title is for Wrexham, but I mean, he's basically the highest ranking. Sean Harvey was the
1: the CEO essentially, but I was under the impression that he was like an interim CEO, but he ended up just sticking with him that whole, that whole thing. Sure. Right. That's right. Right. Like the executive.
0: Yes. And the only reason I draw that distinction is because of uh, Humphrey Kerr is the executive director. And I'm not, I'm not even sure after watching that, how that all works together. I mean, they certainly work together, but you're definitely right that Humphrey ends up being essentially just Ryan and Rob's eyes and ears over in Wales.
1: It seems like what that, yeah.
0: But uh, Sean is the one with all the power, but he's awesome too. So anyway, let me, let me get onto some actual questions here, I suppose. Um, So (laughs) instead of talking characters because these are real people, I wouldn't say characters is the worst way to talk about it. It's just not a correct way to talk about it. That doesn't make any sense. But basically like what's very interesting about this show is it feels so much like it could toe the line between it's absolutely true. I'm not, I'm not suggesting it's not, but it feels like you're watching. It's almost fictional because it's done so well. So how do we deal with this? Like pro look, I mean, I like the word profiling. I put it in here a lot, there's a, there's so many profiles in this show. So Do you like all those profiles that pop in? Cause there are some deep dives into some players, some fans, like some almost full episodes on like, here's who this person is. Do you like that?
1: I do. I do really like that side of the show because that's what differentiates it between a all or nothing arsenal Mm -hmm. and, you know, and this, I'm like, it's, it's the profiles it's in some ways, and maybe it's just some of the episodes, but like a love story to the town of Wrexham, you know, um, that that's a huge part. And yeah, you see some profiles on fans. That was some of my favorite stuff. Um, it's not just soccer, soccer, soccer. Now you have to have that part. Like we want to know how the team's doing. We want to see a little bit of soccer played, but some of the other, that's what gives it like stakes, you know, seeing the fans, seeing the town hearing about, you know, Wrexham. why should I care about this town? Yes. You know, it,
0: it, it goes into all of that. And Wrexham, Wrexham is all about being a hometown. It's like a, a small little town in Wales, and it's all about the the town and the, and the community. Did you get enough? For, do you feel like you got enough information to sort of buy into that small town feel? Buy into oh. the love for the characters. Buy like do, do you feel like I it, almost like I sort of wish I lived in Wrexham sort of idea? Oh, I don't
1: know about that because I I mean I did it did it did do enough for me because I felt like the goal was to realize that this football team was all that they have. That's yeah. all. Yes, they, that's yes. the only good thing about the town is this foot, the racetrack, which is their stadium yep. and the, and the team. I got that. Now yep. it, it was a little depressing, like a little discouraging <laughs> at times, like yeah. how far the, the, the town has fallen. But I will say a hundred percent. I fell in love with these people because yep. of their love for the team.
0: Yeah, it feels so. uh, just as a re- a reference point to me. It kept feeling a little bit like uh, a coal mining town in West Virginia or sure. something like Perfect that. Perfect with it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, very blue collar, industrial. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, very industrial. That's a really good point. Um, Okay, uh, just a sort of personal preference for you. What we've got here is we've got a little bit of team profiles going on, like players. We have a little bit of movie stars or Hollywood profiles with Rob and Ryan. There's a little bit that follows them. And then there's these fan profiles. Do you have a favorite between all of those? Uh, Not is one better, but like, did you like one better?
1: I'll say I was touched the most by some of the fan profiles. Yeah. There was one on. One of the players that was particularly heart wrenching. Yeah. The profiles with uh, Robin Ryan are fun. It's really the melding of all three is what makes this show really good. I think it's um, for sure. I think all the parts are necessary. I need to really care about the town. I, you know, I'm watching this show initially, like because of Robin Ryan, like, you know, right. that that's something that I um, am interested in. Also, Ryan's pretty much a football newbie. Uh,
0: totally. Rob,
1: you, yeah, Rob, you can tell he's a football fan, but like, well,
0: I mean, he was only a football fan, uh, a little bit before they bought so, the team. He and didn't. Yeah. You can tell oh, he's, oh, he's a he's, NFL fan. You mean oh, like, a no, American no, 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 no. I meant, oh. I meant soccer. Yeah. Um,
1: he is like, a, he's like a hair. He's maybe like a step or two ahead of Ryan yes. as far as like, their like being a fan of European football. So, so yeah, the think,
0: story goes, by the way, I, yeah. I don't think this is in there, but the story goes basically that. What Rob found so compelling about Sunderland till I die was the relegation and promotion system. And that's where he got the idea in his head. What if we bought one we could afford and get him promoted? So it was just this harebrained scheme, but he didn't really understand that whole system at all before that. And that was in like, he watched that in 2020 and then bought the team in 2020, allegedly. So, you know, he's pretty new to this as well. And I mean, there's constant when you're watching, there's constant, like they're asking someone. Now what's that mean? Or, and they make uh, I, the same joke everybody else makes, but like, no, I don't still offsides? Don't understand offsides. Yeah.
1: Offsides. Tell me about that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's not hard to understand. I don't know why people don't get that. No, don't. And also it's in other sports, which is what's, so <laughs> it's, this is not the only sport that has offsides. So <laughs> that's, what's funny about it. Okay. So now we got to move on to, from characters sort of, you know, quote unquote to story. Uh, obviously that's also different the normal there's not a story per se as in not a fiction uh, but there's a narrative style to this oh. because it's a sports mm-hmm. season did you find the editing of the real life story compelling
1: oh yeah i think the i mean the best part is the way this show meanders it mm-hmm. it still feels really tight like it's it's fleshing out the story it's giving everything stakes it's giving it weight but we're still—you can—it feels like we're still moving, we're, we're still moving, and we're still progressing mm-hmm. towards some type of goal or conclusion. That's—I mean—that's one one area this show really shines is the way it's edited and produced and directed. It's just—it is a cut above, yeah, like a normal documentary. Like you said before, also like a lot of those profiles—they really help move this story in in a good direction, also
0: there's something probably worth mentioning at this point too, that I love that they did in the finale to stop me. If I give it too much away, I'm not going to be terribly worried about giving too much away because like I knew it's worth mentioning right now too. I knew what happened at the end of this season because, because back when they bought the team, I started following them on social media. So I know the outcome of the game that this is leading to. Yeah, I knew what that outcome was and I don't need to spoil that exactly right now. I but would say literally that's the only thing we shouldn't spoil. Yeah. Uh, just that one thing. Yeah. And that information is readily available if yeah. you wanted it spoiled. Well, people so want go to dig. Ahead.
1: People want to dig. They can. Yeah.
0: Uh, I still found it so interesting, even though I knew the outcome of the story. Uh-huh. Like, it's still yeah. so well done. It was. Well, and the journey. I mean, so the journey is. What I loved in the finale was. The way that they popped in and out, like, um, so somebody, uh, something was about to happen and they would like it, I don't know if it was exactly this, but they would like shoot the goal and then it would cut away to the profile of the person that just shot the it goal. It would slow,
1: slow way
0: down. Yes. And so yeah. like literally
1: the ball would be hanging in midair and then it would cut to a profile, like yes. a quick profile. Yeah. It was beautiful. I mean, it was only, brilliant. Yeah. It was the only way to put it. I was yeah. texting you when I was watching this. It was the best episode of the of the season i think yes because it really had a lot of the i mean rob and ryan are at the stadium so it had stuff with them yeah had the the player stuff going on fan stuff i mean it was was just everything in one it was so good it was excellent
0: yeah awesome and I, i thought to some extent it's like is this like revolutionizing sports it's something i mean yeah i don't know but it it definitely, I wasn't done with that sentence, but I didn't know how to fill it. It's not revolutionizing sports, but it's coverage or something like revolutionizing sports coverage. I'm not sure, but it was, it's something, yeah, you're right. It's something,
1: well, it felt almost movie esque, right? Like a scene from Moneyball or
0: something like there yes. was yeah. some special sauce on that, on that final episode for sure. Yeah. So like we said, it follows the timeline of a sports season, but then sometimes we, in this show, we pop out of the timeline to profile something. Uh, for example, there was the like whales informational episode and there was the Robin Ryan profile episode and how they met and stuff like that. And then there was like, a an uh, episode that I thought was particularly out of place. That was just about hooligans in general. And I Uh like, that was like my least favorite episode of the season. Uh, But how did those make (laughs) you feel? The ones that just like left the timeline altogether.
1: I will say some were fine. I may have skipped the bromance episode. Uh huh. Just, it was probably fine. I think I, I think I watched about half of it. And at that point I was like, I need to find out what happens in this show. I need to find out what happens in the end. So I went, I think I went like to the last episode. I watched the hooligans episode and yeah, it was probably my least favorite. Some of the obscure history lessons, because it wasn't like history about the town. It wasn't history about the club. It wasn't history about, it was just, it was a little obscure. Like there, had, you know, hooliganism is rampant with English
0: football. We like, I think most people know that. And also, as far as we knew, there wasn't a hooligan incident at well, the Wrexham games. So I
1: didn't know there were hooligans for national yeah. league teams. <laughs> like beer, beer league I figured sample. they were just following around the Premier League, maybe yeah. some of the Champions League, like the big guys. I figured yeah. the the hooligans followed the big clubs. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know that. I mean, I don't know. I, I that shows you how much I know about this uh, the sport really and kind of some of the subcultures. But
0: oh, I they, don't really know either. I, I I don't know if Wrexham has hooligans, and that's why it felt so weird. It was like we need an episode about something to do with soccer. That's interesting, but why are
1: you guys getting so worked up about a team? That's this low yeah. in this, in this league. I, I don't know it.
0: Well, it's their community. I mean, I is, know yeah. why it's their community. I It's, identity, their, co- so, it's yeah. their community for
1: sure. A couple of those lost me,
0: but most yeah. of them were good. Most yeah. of my enjoyed. How did they do? How do you feel like they did with the actual sports inside the episodes? Do you understand what I mean by that? Does that make sense to you? Like, uh, uh-huh. How did it look? How was it covered? Just because it's such an interesting thing to pop little bits of. Uh, I'm always fascinated with that in all or nothing, or I'm fascinated with that in any of the sports documentaries where they're trying to make it seem like you're watching the sport happen in real life. But it's obviously within the documentary, so it's not exactly the same thing. How did you feel like they did with that?
1: I felt like it was pretty good. It was maybe like it was in between a Ted Lasso and an all or nothing. Yeah. You know, it was somewhere in the middle there. Like, yeah. Maybe a little more dramatized. Yeah. Maybe the stakes were a little lower. Maybe they just felt a little lower. Yeah. But I would say they did a good job like zipping through some of the inconsequential games and then dragging out and showing like some of the really good highlights like they they picked up the new uh like two new players during over you know over the course of yep. the season Mullins and then who was the second striker the tall big guy yeah I don't I just saw Mike I think it's uh Ollie Palmer yeah yeah yeah. I didn't mean to put you on the spot but no it's all right. letting us know just how good these guys are yeah was important I yep. think that really keeps us okay so they're really making an effort here Cause at first I was like, Hey, what's the plan? You know, like I was curious, uh-huh. you, you bought the team, you, you know, you land a coach, you still got the same guys yeah. that um, have strung all these losing seasons together. And it's like, well, we're going to try to make the, you know, anyway. So they, they take you along on this journey and then they're like, okay, let's get some dudes and win this thing. Yeah, And I think that was really important to just to know. The only thing I don't know is like how these guys stack up against uh-huh. some of the because I'm in like, if they keep moving up leagues, yeah. which at some point you'll top out,
0: like there's no way, I don't, I just, I feel like it well, would it's be, just going to be, I mean, it's going to be a matter of it. That can't happen fast because you can't invest the money you don't have yet. Yeah.
1: And you build relationships with these players
0: Yeah, and oh, there's yeah.
1: even, there's a hometown midfielder, you know, couple, he, there's a
0: couple hometown people. Yeah. Well, but, there
1: yeah. was the one, he was like the best hometown guy. Yep. He was one of the midfielders. He scores some important goals and I'm like, this guy's going to have to, he will have to get kicked to the curb if they want to keep getting better. He's just not on the level, you know, Jordan Davies is his. Yeah. 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 So anyway, like I was thinking about like this, all these guys, you've got all these guys you're building these relationships with, but your goal is to keep
0: Uh progressing. Yeah. You're going to break some, you're going to break some serious hearts. The saving grace of that would be, this has to happen over a long period of time. Also, at some point, they'll not be able to play professional soccer anymore. So uh, if those things line up well, then Uh it wouldn't be too terribly heartbreaking. But
1: one question I had, and I don't know if this would fit better somewhere else, but I'm going to ask it now. Go ahead. So it really feels like Rob McElhenney is 100% all in. Yeah. Does it at any point feel like he had to twist Ryan Reynolds arm a little bit?
0: Yeah, I feel like Ryan Reynolds was the one with a little more uh, expendable cash. So A little like, more
1: expendable cash, but also like maybe a little bit more business savvy. Like, uh-huh. hey, we're just dumping
0: money in this pit. Yeah, you know? there's certain points where they certainly get very nervous. Uh-huh. And Rob being the larger sports fan, I think has this like belief that is not entirely logical. And so like uh, that's not a good way to make bets, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> But, I just
1: wondered if like, sorry, I cut you off, but no, sorry. I just wondered if like push come to shove here, things start getting dicey. Is Rob going to be looking around and being like, Hey, where's Ryan? You know, like at some point is Ryan going to be like, Hey, I can't do this forever. You know, yeah. like it just has that feeling like Rob's all in Ryan's here for now. Yeah. Is he going to have to sell his shares to somebody? Like, I don't know. It just, I, I had those questions rolling around in my head.
0: It certainly felt like he sort of came around toward the, end. he of the was season. trying but um, Abs-
1: absolutely trying
0: to, but he you're right. They can't based on how much time it looked like they spent in Wrexham to film this series. Like they can't do that every season for the next 10 years. Like they have, no. un- unless they're going to just be done with their Hollywood careers. So that part is probably pretty difficult, but he can't possibly back out quite yet. No. Like um, also they have this sort of self-fulfilling nature to this whole thing which is i can't i'd be interested to know how much merch they've sold for wrexham Uh in places that have no business buying wrexham gear you know they wear their hats constantly they post constantly it's and then all of a sudden you know who gets that money they do so Uh like they're promoting much much more than this football team although (laughs) fortunately it does benefit the town so i don't think they're explored exploiting these people but there is, there is one episode that I'd be
1: interested to hear your take on where they bring a little bit of a circus to town yeah. when they, when they're there, they bring some yeah. shenanigans, some, and they're trying to promote the team. They're, they, I'm sure they stand behind everything they did, but you hear like some disgruntled employees, yeah. like mouth off a little bit. And that episode was one where Rob was kind of giving commentary on things were happening. Yeah. How, did you feel like he, cause he the thing that was happening was like Ryan Reynolds thing. Yeah. And Rob was kind of commenting on it. Did you feel like he was fine with all this extra stuff Ryan was doing? Or do you think he was actually annoyed about it?
0: I guess I I can only say I took it as an opportunity for them to make a self-deprecating joke. Okay. I don't think there was any ill will in the episode. I think it was them playing it this way is good for marketing, I guess. I don't mean
1: to be super uh, no.
0: vague, vague here. Yeah, sure. But like
1: basically every time these guys, the guys went to Wrexham, they would go together. One time Ryan goes by himself and yep. films a couple extra commercials with some of the guys. There's some grumblings from some of the extra staff. And during this episode, Rob was like, he went to Wrexham without me. And it was just all this stuff. Oh, here he goes again. Another one of his stupid, it was just like, it was kind of a funny episode
0: though. That was one of the weirdest I felt though, because essentially what, what, what Ryan does is he brings Wrexham into his ads that he's doing for his other companies and, like we obviously have all this cross promotional stuff because aviation gin is owned by Ryan and they're one of the biggest sponsors of Wrexham. So it's like all this cross promo stuff, but then he gets all the Wrexham players in the aviation commercial or, you know, whatever it is. I think it was actually a cell phone commercial. So then he's got his cell phone. He's just pooping where he eats everywhere. You know, he's like, so, (laughs) but I also feel like you're not supposed to do that. They're
1: dumping money. He's like, Hey, I'll dump the money, but yes. I'm going to take every opportunity I can to make yes. money
0: also. Yes.
1: And, and I'm like, I'm like, Hey man, yes, go do it.
0: You I know, would think, I would think that the people in the town and the team know that this only helps them. Sure. Yeah. There's no such thing as bad PR all around. Like literally there's probably going to be, if I go to England, you know, I might try and work my way over, you know, like to see sure. you know, yep. it's, There's tourist probably trips to this and like, it's huge for the town, maybe too huge for the town, but it's huge for the town.
1: Oh, the town can't support, can't support (laughs) that kind of, uh, tourism right now for sure. But yeah, it'd be interesting.
0: Okay. I'm asking this question for fun. So you don't need to have a right answer is why I say that who's this show mostly about Um, obviously it doesn't have to be just one, but we got the town slash the fans, the owners and the players. Who's this mostly about?
1: Yeah. I would say the town, the town slash the team. It's the town's team, but I would say it's less about the players. I'd say players are in like third place. Mm -hmm. Rob and Ryan are kind of running adjacent to the story about the town and the story, the sub kind of the sub story about the players. Yeah. Um, but it's about, it's about the town.
0: I would add to that. The same as like not a Premier League team where the players don't look, like may live in the town for a little bit, but also have houses other places. Like you come uh-huh. play for Wrexham. You live in Wrexham now. So yeah, even when it's about the players, it's also about their relationship to the town. Yeah. So I, I agree with that. It's mostly town with the owners being in second place because it it's a lot about them too. That's maybe the only annoying part of the show. Not it's not fully annoying for me, but it's a little bit annoying how much they focus on Robin Ryan. Because a lot of levity comes with them, stuff like that, where they're joking about how they don't understand football, and it's like, well, that's not actually funny. You bought a soccer team, so (laughs) you should (laughs) probably. I do
1: think some of that gives it a little bit of a wider appeal, because Uh I think it could create. I think it could create soccer fan or football fans. I think it could help people like maybe not everyone's super familiar with soccer and some of the rules, and I think because they're always asking questions. You know, they're newbies at a lot yep. of this stuff. Yep. So I feel like that maybe helps people watching not feel stupid. Like, oh, good. I was wondering about that. You know, like, because it answers a lot of questions that people might
0: have, you know? So I don't know. I, I do like some of that part, but I can see how it would get old for sure. Well, and I, I just mostly mean it's it seems to be the same thing over and over again sometimes, but that's all right.
1: I do like when. Like something will happen and Ryan's like looking around, like trying to read the room to figure out how he's, how he should react. Yeah. Like, Oh shoot. Uh, darn it. Yeah. That stinks. Yeah. That's right. Oh, that's good. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just some like little stuff. (laughs) Like when they were talking about resurfacing the football field and he's like a hundred and Ryan's like, ah, a hundred that daggone it a hundred thousand dollars i was like dude we know that is nothing to you
0: a hundred thousand dollars it's interesting that you mention it do you feel like because so i've gone from love soccer to obsessed with soccer Uh i mean obviously like that's been we've talked about that a ton but i sort of feel like soccer is on and on going up because of Lasso and because of Wrexham and like, I, I feel like it's seems like globally, but more like American, the idea of soccer is, is growing.
1: I think I, so, so yes, I think so. I'm kind of in a personal journey right now with baseball, which like I'm becoming a 12 month fan. I used to be like just a baseball season fan. Now I'm like following the off season stuff and all of that. So I feel like my, like just personally, my capacity is like in a weird spot. Like uh-huh. I'm, I'm trying to feel out because I have, it's weird that you asked that question. It's, I've been trying to add in new sports. Like, you know, I want to be, I want to start watching some more NFL. I, yeah. I want to start watching, you know, start watching some Columbus crew, yeah. some of this stuff. And like, I, I don't know. I've been thinking about this a lot. So it's weird that you ask it. And I'm trying to find like some balance but I do feel like the appeal for soccer is skyrocketing. And I do feel like it has a lot to do with just the myriad. Did I use that correctly? Nope. With. Myriad. I'm, not, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna steer clear of that word because yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it just it doesn't fit
0: the tense. I wasn't of gonna my call s- you out because last time you told me not to call you out. It doesn't fit asked. the tense of my sentence. No, it always sounds dumb. It always sounds incorrect. But you you don't put. I I'm don't gonna even, say plethora because that'll work. I'll I'll use that right. I'll nail that. Yeah, but if sucker. you want to use myriad in the way you used plethora just now, you've been fine. It's fine. anyway. I think it don't just, put a word before myriad. So don't say the myriad. Right or a myriad. Or you don't say. You say he had myriad opportunities.
1: Oh, well, I'm going to say the plethora. I'm going to say, no, <laughs> the plethora. okay. I'm going to, I'm going to mix them both up. <laughs> okay, good. So I, but I feel like the plethora of soccer documentaries and uh-huh. just opportunities for people to educate themselves yeah. and uh, get hooked on a team. And because I don't know what the deal is in America, but NBA, MLB, NFL, definitely, put a force field mm-hmm. around. I mean, I would even say they muscle out MLS a lot. They muscle, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, muscle yeah. it out. And I don't know exactly how they do it. I would say it's mostly the NFL, but I, I mean, MLB is pretty dirty also, but I feel like they, it's a, it's a boys club and mm-hmm. there's no room for the, for the soccer nonsense. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it just yeah. feels like the, the boys club. So like, maybe now it feels like the boys club is opening up and there is, maybe becoming more room for soccer in America. I don't know. Does any of that make sense?
0: Yeah, totally. I think that's a a little bit there. No, that's all. That's all very correct. Quite correct. It'll be interesting to see where it goes because the English Premier League is in conversation to start multiple Premier League teams in the United States, which I think is very interesting.
1: Well, does it have anything to do with Tottenham bringing NFL teams over to play? Is it like an exchange? I don't think it's the same thing. I do think Uh, it has to do with... Oh, you're not
0: saying just games being played here. You're being literally like they're going yeah. to start that hasn't been announced but they're they're talking That's about awesome. starting some it's not i don't know if it so, is awesome or not so what does that do for the mls Can't I, be good I, for I think it. i think it hurts it badly i mean the premier league is no doubt much better than the mls but Absolutely. As as it's self-contained but i did but i it's mean still I,
1: like an american team like these would be american english premier teams uh, right just uh, like the toronto yeah. blue jays is not like an american mlb team
0: yeah 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 but it wouldn't really matter that much it would be the same players no matter what same premier league <sighs> players so i'm sure I mean, about it though yeah it's interesting it's definitely interesting and also i think it would i (laughs) we should be careful how far we drift off of the television show we're talking about but this is interesting stuff though right yeah sure i saw uh somebody made a comment i don't even remember who it was i but on twitter i saw a comment that basically said like all american sports the best thing they could possibly do is adopt relegation and promotion Mm -hmm. every single one of them mlb relegation promotion all of them should adopt that system
1: that's exactly what the Cincinnati reds need yes they need, the pant, <laughs> yes, the, the they need a consequence of them. yes they need a consequence for just because throwing. there is nothing there is no consequence for being right. in the basement in fact we'll even give you a first round draft pick yep um the funny thing so my question <laughs> is so you as an mls fan your team's the columbus crew yeah is it a, is it a natural progression? You and the guys, you know, who like MLS, yeah. is it a natural, do you guys also have a English team that you fault? like, is that just part of being a soccer uh-huh. fan? Do you yeah. have like an MLS team and you also have an English team you root for? Yeah. And maybe some of you um, have a La Liga team or a German, I don't know, the German yeah. league. Is that how that works? I mean, do you usually mm-hmm. have global teams also? Yeah. So like, so. I don't know. Maybe there is, maybe there's some, some wiggle room in there, right? Like for maybe sure. I think something. The
0: th- yeah. The thing is, um, so I don't have, I have not chosen a premier league team because I don't but you, have, I, I watch a ton. I watch. You mean,
1: I haven't, you haven't publicly chosen. You have one that you kind of like more than the others.
0: Well, except that I used to like Chelsea and now I like Arsenal a lot because I watched that Arsenal show. So it's like, <laughs> I have a lot. And I watched on, on Sunday, I watched three premier league matches and, um, it, you wow. know, it's, it's great.
1: What is nice though. Sorry to butt in MLS ends. English is yep. still going. Yeah, goes and, all through the winter. And yep.
0: I mean, that's great. Like, yep. that, that to me is like, oh yeah. And the game times are, are super friendly for older folk. Uh, like <laughs> it's like uh, 8am right? yeah, to yeah, yeah. noon Morning. on Saturdays and Sundays. It's that's perfect. Great. Yeah. See, so. to me,
1: that's, that's perfect for like, if there was a, if there was a pair or something adjacent to like baseball and like, you know, uh-huh. October rolls around and then it's something I could pick up November, December, Yeah. you know, I don't know. And it, 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 that sounds kind of perfect for me.
0: Yeah. I, I do love the And to sort of bring it back to Rexham, the i I love the crew because I live in Columbus and I love that sort of hometown element of it. Um, which is why it's hard to pick a specific premier league team. I don't have any reason to pick any of them. And so the, I I resonated with the personal city narrative of welcome to Rexham, which is
1: actually you and I live in a state with sports teams. There's a lot of people who who, who live in states without sport sports teams. I mean, even like Midwestern teams like Iowa, you know, Uh like there's plenty of states that have to drive or even fly to yeah. see their teams. So like, we've just been supremely lucky in some oh, of yeah. this. So we understand why root for a team that you couldn't go to their games. You know, yeah, like that yeah, make, yeah. that makes sense to me and you, but there's a lot of people who, you know, they just need a way to watch them. They're, they'll, they're fine. You know yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like there is just that little bit of difference. Some people might be okay with that.
0: Yeah, for sure. This is more of a statement than a question. Hard not to be romantic about soccer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a baseball quote. It's from Moneyball. I put that in there because. Can I say one thing? Yes. Off topic. Yeah. It's
1: like everyone in this postseason remembered that there was a money, a movie called Moneyball. I know there's like a all these moments, references. but with Moneyball, and it's like you morons. This movie's been out forever. Everyone well, forgot about it. No do, one has
0: talked do, about it. I do think the Guardians had a bit to do with that because they were the youngest team in baseball and so like clearly they had used some analytics to to put this team together or else they wouldn't be in the postseason.
1: I just saw another one with Bryce Harper's home run the other night and
0: it's just like okay
1: we get it Yeah, you, yeah. you guys are all remembering there's an awesome movie named Moneyball from eight years ago. Yeah. Side, side note
0: <laughs> yeah no doubt um, but the, I brought that up because what I thought this show did better than almost anything was sort of capture that romantic slash narrative aspect to sports watching and i kept thinking like this is how i actually watch guardians games this is how i watch crew matches and it's just the narrative and the the music and the film that's all going on in my head as it goes but i'm imagining the announcer yelling and i'm you know all this stuff even when i'm there in person like the uh, the guardians game i went to the playoff game i went to there was a uh 15th inning home run walk off home run so like you hear the yelling and you hear the music play as it goes so i thought they captured that so magically in this show and sort of like if you love your team i think that goes on in your head when you're when when you're watching a game regularly yeah. without any of that stuff in there you agree or or disagree
1: oh 100 yeah and it's funny because you do see a lot of different fan bases in this show. And when you're watching the show, you're like, these football fans are nuts. We don't have anything like that in the States, but I will say some of the, watching some of these post games, people are going crazy. It feels like something's yeah. happening in baseball uh-huh. right now. Yeah. A little bit of a rebirth. Anyway, side, side note, the hometown, that's a, that's a emphasis they put on, especially like in the all or nothing arsenal, And, and this also, they, Uh they put in how the fans, they feed off the players, the players feed off the fans. The fans almost are responsible to carry the team to victory. You know, like it's a very, it's, it's a symbiotic relationship more so in soccer than any, in Mm -hmm. any other sport, you know, because I don't know, you, you're sitting there and you're hearing the coach go on I'm sorry if I'm getting off topic, but I'm on a roll right now. No, yeah. But you, you hear the coach going on about you just have to do these things. And I'm like, yeah, why don't, why aren't they doing those things? And it, <laughs> yeah. it, it, you get like the players will get to a point where they're just playing flat, you yeah. know? And if they don't have that fan support, you know, the, the support comes in when the team's doing well, you know, the fans start picking up, the team starts doing better. It's just crazy to me how much that plays a role mm-hmm. in this sport specifically. Yeah. Well, and it's probably the intimate
0: aspect of it. You're seeing these people walk around your town. It's not like you never run into them. Like they I imagine they run into them sometimes. And yeah, it's nuts. Uh, do you think fans of underdog teams are just going to love this show? I do. But, uh, and is like, (laughs) I wrote down, what is this feeling? Hope? the show captures this feeling of hope. And it's like, I'm curious as a Reds fan also, like generally I could probably resonate with this a bit too, as a Cleveland fan, like is this totally unrealistic unless some miracle happened and some, some Hollywood money came in that was way too much. Cause I don't, I generally don't follow any teams that just get a sudden influx of cash.
1: No. So like the best example I can think of is like the Mets the, uh-huh. the owner that they just got, and he just yeah. started dumping cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like every now and then, ownership switches over, and it's like, oh. What? But no, like me and my friends pass around a um, a meme every year, and it's I'm ready to get hurt again. It's yeah. it's a it's a Michael <laughs> it's a Michael Scott. I am ready to get hurt again. Yeah, and yeah, it's just the feeling that I go in with the same optimism every single season, and I think that is something that just you resonate with watching you know rudy or you know who's anything anything else and then same with rex i'm mean, like yeah. yeah it's it's an underdog thing and fans of uh, the dodgers and the yankees and they and they just don't get it they're they're used to contending every single year mm-hmm. and um if they don't win the world series like that's the bar world series victory is the bar every year yeah so yeah this this is going to be much more of an underdog fan
0: uh vibe yeah and to that point very relatable yeah quick point music's great in this show right oh, amazing yeah it's awesome interesting how the intro
1: music went uh uh-huh. my they used two different songs yep. my favorite was the one they used first yep and i thought we weren't going to hear it again and we heard it on the last the episode finale, yeah i thought it was interesting. and i was like well okay yeah i well at first i'm like maybe they're going to switch it multiple times like more than twice more than three times but yeah i, I don't know that was a Kind of an aside. I loved the the music throughout, though. It was
0: It was great. Yeah, like the scoring is actually at, a little more what I was talking about, and that's I, what. Yeah,
1: yes, this was an aside. I I do realize what you were talking about the score, but I think there there was at, yes, definitely something more premium about the scoring, like that, that almost had like some premium Mm -hmm. drama feels to it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: For sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it was very money ball. So maybe even some cinematic vibes. Yeah. 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 For sure. Let me encourage you to be skeptical for a second. Is it odd that this show is all about community, but Rob and Ryan don't live in the community. Does that give you any, uh, gross feelings like something manipulative is going on here or are we just fine with it? I think there's clearly these guys are only going to go so far. This might hit a little close to home,
1: but there is a group of people like Christian people in my town who have moved to this lower income area and <laughs> they consider themselves like yeah, sure. You know, but they're all still sending their kids to private schools. Yeah, yeah. It's it, so yeah, it does have a similar feel to like yeah. they're in but they're not all in. Yeah. You know, they're not like really they're not really getting rolling their sleeves up and getting there, getting in there. But I think if you would ask them, they would be honest and say This is a business opportunity. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Right. Yeah. They can do more than one thing can be true at once. Yep. They can love this team. They can love this town. And at the end of the day, they can be looking for ways to make money.
0: Yeah. And if they help the town, I mean, one of the last things they say in the last episode is one of our main goals was bringing hope back to the town. And that was achieved.
1: Isn't it a little better that they have that side driving them a little bit because it helps them make business decisions de- that yeah. aren't emotional. Yeah. You know, it helps them make decisions that are like, yeah, we got to sack the coach. Yeah. Yeah. We got to We got to get rid of this player. We need to bring in someone, you know, I don't know. It just helps them make those decisions.
0: Yeah. Any final thoughts to wrap up? Uh, it's just an excellent uh, picture. I think of fandom. And um, if as a fan of any sports team i think you'll resonate with what's going on here no matter what your relationship soccer at this point i think you i think you'll like it i'm not actually i'm not trying to trick you into liking soccer i don't think you have to come away from this liking soccer either it's just a really really good picture of fandom
1: i mean that you put it beautifully i think it has wide appeal i feel like you can be fans of soccer and love it i feel like you can be fans of ryan reynolds and love it i feel like you could just be a fan of an inspiring story and love it so like There's a
0: lot, a lot going on here, a lot to take away. Yeah, and the depth. I mean, we didn't re- hardly say this, but the depth of some of these stories. Just like I, I was so shocked at some of the emotion I went through in this show. I was shocked at some of the vulnerability. How yeah.
1: some people really talked about their stories. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not going to rob anyone of some of the um,
0: yeah that's some right. of the that's some right. of
1: the emotions that they might feel during this. But you know, th- there's some guys, and they're not afraid to to really just break it down and it is it's heartbreaking and inspiring and beautiful you know all at the same time
0: all right brandon it's it's that time of the show to do a uh sell me on a show i haven't seen do you have one for me Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I remember you saying you had not ever seen Luther. I have not. So I'm going to keep this quick. Okay.
1: Dark, gritty detective crime drama featuring Idris Elba. Great. It's a no brainer. It's excellent. It's British. It's BBC. Okay. Some seasons will have like two or three episodes only. Like, you know, I feel like the Brits are always screwing with you a little bit with the, ep- like, the uh-huh. we like our 22, but we've gotten to the point where we're okay with 10. Mm-hmm. If we get to eight, we're like, hmm, you're being stingy. Seven mm-hmm. is an, is a no-go.
0: They don't care. They, they, they're like will, six and done every time
1: that sick. Yeah. I mean, some of the, you know, Sherlock with, yeah, uh, Sherlock's like three, right. <laughs> Cumberbatch. Yeah. It was three. Yeah. Some, yeah, for sure. Looking this up says it's on Hulu, but I've noticed it other places. Ah, okay, cool.
0: Hulu seems to be the safe bet. So cool. Anyway, it's, it's a great watch. It's yeah. Excellent. You're not the first to recommend that to me. So yeah. I need to, I need to just get into it. Um, my, okay. So this is a little bit of a tribute recommendation. D- did you ever see the, the show? It was on HBO originally Sonic highways. No, it documents, um, the foo fighters. Uh, I bring this up because of obviously T- Taylor Hawkins passing within the last several months. And, um, so it, it might be worth sort of a tribute tribute watch or rewatch Sonic Highways what they do is the Foo Fighters go around to these like iconic studios in different cities in America and they record a song at each studio so there's like eight episodes and they do one in Seattle in the studio where the Nirvana used to be in. They, they do a song there. Then they do one of the most famous studios in Nashville and they spend a week there. They write a song there. And then they do, I think pretty sure they do an episode with like Paul McCartney where he comes in and, and, um, and they write a song with him and he he's a guest on it um the only problem is you gotta find this you can buy it on itunes uh it might be worth buying on itunes it was a really really fun watch a nice journey and i have not watched it it was i don't understand why it's not on hbo because it was originally on hbo but it's not on hbo max now i guess the company didn't you know sell the rights forever but As far as I could tell, you could only watch it. You had to buy it to watch it. But I was just thinking, you know what? I really enjoyed that show, and it might be worth watching now. Just kind of going back to it since Taylor Hawkins passed. So that was just one season. Yeah. Yep. Just the one season, and it's more of a like a limited series. Now I just don't think we had language for that back when it came out. I think it was (laughs) probably like eight to ten years old. So, yeah. But it's it's just a really nice, fun idea, and 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 a good watch if you could find it without having to buy it. That I would recommend it highly cool what have you been watching lately
1: so kind of a lot i've been i've been dabbling i i'm really cruising on the wonder year still i'm in love checked out something called it's a new sci-fi thriller on apple tv daggone it it's on prime i think actually called the peripheral it's on prime it's uh starring chloe grace moritz i think that's how you pronounce her name who has taken a bit of an acting sabbatical she's back now she's really good Jack Rayner, who is the older brother mm-hmm. in sing street. So, I mean, he's great. And which by um, the way,
0: have we, even? I mean, it's not a show. So, but if you haven't seen sing street, watch sing street, it's on or, 2B right now. What's the guy, what's the, the sing street guy, the, the writer. I don't remember his name, but he did once again and, um, or once and something Begin again,
1: again, uh, John Carney, check out a good John Carney movie. Yep. If you have some time anyway, sci-fi thriller on prime really good it's it's um exploring some like virtual reality type some of the maybe like i would liken it to like ready player one type things um that were happening in that story slash movie two episodes right now on prime available i've watched both they are good i'm gonna keep i'm gonna finish that one for sure started the watcher on netflix today interesting maybe a little too creepy for me like edging into Mm. too creepy for me but Mm. i don't know it's it's still, we're still in bounds so far. I'm going to keep watching for a little bit. We'll see. Great cast though. A lot of people I recognize, so might be worth checking out. Nice. Unsolved Mysteries rebooted on Netflix in 2020. I didn't know that. Interesting. I knew about it now. They're releasing more episodes now. Yeah. And I always loved Unsolved Mysteries. Loved
0: it. Interesting. Were, were Those are in, true stories. Yeah.
1: I yeah, never watched some, any of it wives tale old wives tales mysteries things that uh rumors a lot of like but like everything's pretty documented and it was it didn't quite hit the level of like okay this is an actual crime where we have like a you know oh so it was like it was stuff that like the police weren't investigating but like yeah. some of these different investigative teams were so it would be like ufos and mm-hmm. ghosts and stuff like that anyway so good like so a couple of the i've watched a few of them They're they're really good. Nice. Yeah. So that is. Oh, I saw a trailer for the Tulsa King, which is uh, Taylor Sheridan's uh-huh. new thing with uh, Sylvester
0: Stallone. Mm-hmm. I'm all in on that already. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's on CBS. No, that's going to well, Paramount. Yeah, I mean.
1: yeah, yeah. I think that's going to be. I think he has a deal with Paramount. That's yeah. going to be on
0: that. So all I those mean, are going to be on Paramount because I just dropped Paramount. Oh, no, I, I always actually. I think I'm like I
1: have might have it right now. You you it's like six bucks. Forth,
0: but I know, but I got lots of. Well,
1: you can. You can cancel direct TV streams. now. I
0: know I can do that. But then I was enjoying the, yeah, then I was enjoying the premier league of it and the world cup is coming up, which is going to be on, I believe that's on Fox. So I was planning on keeping that through world cup at least just because there's no, there's not a lot of great ways to watch Fox if you don't have. So there's not like a, a peacock equivalent for Fox. Gotcha. So, but then Yeah, I was watching Premier League games this weekend and I couldn't watch the Arsenal game because it was so NBC Sports carries Premier League, except every week they have one game that's on Peacock only. So (laughs) I couldn't watch that one because I don't have Peacock premium. It's it's so annoying.
1: (laughs) That's how they get you, though, because you're like, oh, subscribe, subscribe. Let Let me get it real quick.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Then you forget to cancel. It's only $6 for right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> so, yo, I, I have not been watching that much recently. That's new, but I did finish. I I'm like watching shows that I just kind of bopping along, watching the shows, watching new episodes, but I did finish Atlanta and this season is just gold, man. It's just so every single episode, every moment is good. It's hilarious. The series, this is the end of the series. It ends so well, like, Oh, it, it this ends, is it. Yeah. This is it. I got
1: I got to pick it up then.
0: Yeah, this is it. And I think there's only, I don't know, maybe six or seven episodes, something like that. Um, But yeah, it's, it's so good. Just ends in a really nice way. Lots of, lots of funny moments. Like, and it's, and the main cast is heavily featured in this season. Good. Yeah. So last, last season drove me crazy. Well, and I feel a bit like, I mean, obviously with the release of these two seasons, Obviously they must have filmed all this around the same time, you know, it wasn't like they took a took some time off. And.
1: What if we release a season that is just going to infuriate everyone <laughs> and, then, and then release another one that they're gonna lo- they're gonna love us again? <laughs> it's
0: it's a very Atlanta thing to do, to be honest. Oh yeah. yeah. These yeah,
1: actors no- are getting massive, by the way. Mm-hmm. The um the guy that plays Al Brian Tyree Henry I just saw another trailer with him in it he hmm. is a big deal he was in a Marvel movie like yeah he he's really getting big Donald Glover has I mean he's a he's a star oh, he's like sure. mythical
0: he he's yeah people love him
1: yeah he's awesome he's awesome I mean a lot of people love his his music the music side of his, himself but yeah. I love all of his acting. You know, everything he's in is great.
0: Yeah. The other thing I did was (laughs) it turns out I did not finish Cobra Kai. I, for some reason (laughs) I watched eight episodes and then I think what I think Netflix, like, like when I watch Cobra Kai, I watch it all very, very fast. And so um, I think what happened was I was watching episode eight and it didn't roll over to a new episode. So I assumed I was done. Plus also that episode ended with some finality. They both got into that tournament And that was how Mm -hmm. that episode ended. So I thought, Mm -hmm. okay, well, next season we'll get into training for that tournament or whatever. Um, Anyway, so I thought we were done. And then I got on Netflix today for the first time in a while. And it said, continue Cobra Kai. So I picked it back up. Uh, Yeah, I don't change anything, but there was a really good joke. First of all, if you take a break from Cobra Kai and then come back to it, like have a little, like you sort of realize the low... (laughs) production quality of it like you need that adrenaline to carry you through yeah you do yeah that's why
1: i watch it all in one day
0: yes i did though there was a great joke about um in the <laughs> episode i watched today where they're talking i don't remember anybody's name i'm sorry but the guy who's over here from uh okinawa i know yeah i know yeah. Who you're talking about but i'm i don't know either so daniel's wife says she's talking about the story about when daniel caught him cheating the people when he was weighing the stuff but then she actually catches that in the movie it's backwards from what it should be because he has these like fake weights and they're weighing their produce against these weights and somebody snaps the weight and she goes now that would have just screwed you over though right which is a horrible inconsistency in the original movie huh and she brings it. it's just so like self-aware chosen is his name by the way yeah yeah, yeah that's right she That's brings, interesting she brings up the that. fact that that is completely incorrect in the movie because if he was not putting any weight on there he would be paying them more than what that was worth <laughs> so and nobody ever like as far as i know i never that's noticed that funny. before yeah that is funny. that's really funny so i thought it was a brilliant joke to put in the show but anyway huh. that's all i've been watching lately well
1: hey it's uh you know we we were plugging along pretty hard there with a lot of those shows yeah and there's been a few i feel like that we go through these times when like you'll be watching real hard for our episode i have been in a place recently where i've been able to explore a bunch of new shows because i haven't been you know i'm i'm pretty much watched up on a lot of these but anyway it's good to take a little break
0: that does it for this episode of good show good show is created recorded edited and produced by anthony mako and brandon sharp our theme music was written and recorded by me anthony and all our graphics and socials are developed by brandon If you've enjoyed your time with us, please make sure to like or follow us on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. And if you appreciate our show, please throw us a rating and a review there, too. If you'd like to discuss any of our content, you can search The Good Show Facebook group or follow us on Instagram at The Good Show Podcast. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.